Oh, yes, that was a nice, nah, that was a nice poll. Oh, fellas, I keep, y'all remember what y'all stop saying that? Good night, everybody, good night. Kings and queens, even if y'all don't want to resonate with kings and queens, what other word could I use? Hmm. I don't know. That's small scene. I can get, I can figure it out though, because I really won't stop addressing everybody as fellas. But what is the vibe? What's up? I know nothing really. <laughs> Y'all probably like, Christina, nothing is up. Okay. Absolutely nothing. We are in quarantine. What the fuck do you expect to be up, my nigga? <laughs> um, I guess anyway, I was telling people for me that I still feel grateful that I had school because like, it was still something to keep my mind active during the day. So I really appreciated that, right? I really appreciated that. So I know nothing might be up for those people who might not be working at home or whatever, but, you know, I just hope you're staying cool. Hope you're staying um, vibey. Today of all days, I don't usually try, I try not to date my episodes, but today is the 28th of May. And today, well, happy birthday, Vashti. I also, y'all believe I wish I had Vashti having birthday on this, but this thing, and I haven't messaged her yet. I won't message her. But today has just been a very wild day. That's the next thing. It's a really weird time, I guess, to be celebrating your birthday. I'm not saying that you don't deserve to celebrate your birthday. I just mean, like, for you, for anybody celebrating their birthday, aside from Vashti, like, I just feel like you, it's, it's such an eerie time. You wouldn't, and you don't, you're not able to go and celebrate it the way you usually would have. So it's weird to say condolences to those people because it's not really condolences, but I I do apologize that you have to go through this. And I do hope that you're able to still celebrate it in a way that you enjoy it with, with family in a way, I guess, because it's in a time now where you're at least able to probably see a parent or something, you know? But I'm um, just. The fact that you have life as well, if you're able to, if you're listening to this at this moment, I congratulate you on having life and um, for making another year and for making it to the milestone that you have made it to, right? So aside from that, I don't really, I don't really have shout outs. I wanted to shout out Beige on Twitter because it has got me fucking dying. Look, <laughs> I am so blessed to be Beige. Look, Beige so fucking sporty you can't imagine so sporty but like i said today of all days has just been a really um a lot has been happening just a lot has been happening since the fucking year opened yo to, i feel like i have not caught myself since 2020 has started like this is absolutely ridiculous um today no usually i will have like The whole last episode, we talked about being fluid with life and and knowing how to stay fluid throughout the different situations that we experience. But today, I actually want to, interestingly enough, like give my opinion on three main topics, right? Not necessarily um, per, not bad topics, but main topics that have been on my heart. Right, so the first topic, interesting enough, is tied into today, which is um, today I just really was taking in all of the information as it pertains to the height of the Black Lives Matter movement and the deaths of people like George Floyd and Eric Garner and Sandra Bland and all these 
Black lives that matter, even the ones that we haven't seen on video. And I wanted to be honest about something because there's something that I struggle with, right? And um, I was trying to figure out if I if it's something that I should feel guilty about, but I got to the root of it, right? And at first I was saying that I didn't just want to post a picture. I didn't just want to, like, and this is, again, so let me start from the beginning. When I saw, because today the media, not just today, I guess, stemming from tomorrow, but today mainly I was on Twitter and I saw it. And the media is just like everybody's Instagram. Everybody's stories are filled with pictures and names and movements. And it's so beautiful and I love it. I love it so much. And uh, for me, when it comes to me, I'm like, Christina, you know, when when I think about posting a picture, I just feel like it goes beyond that. And my anger is actually rooted in the fact that I feel like I can't do more. Right? Like, huh? I should go on my laptop there. Um, like, when I sit and I retweet the name, I watch not like... So today I saw a list on Twitter, right, of all the people that have been killed by police officers. And I was like, I didn't even know half of these names, right? And they're, like I said, they're even names that haven't been portrayed on social media. And I just feel like when I put myself in the place of those mothers who've lost sons and wives who've lost husbands and children who've lost fathers, I just... I just feel like I want to do more than retweet a hashtag. And I guess that's where all of these riots and what's not are coming from, are stemming from, because people are tired. People are beyond tired of just are retweeting names, of posting pictures and making memoirs and what's not. People are beyond tired. And I feel that and I resonate with that. And this is not to say that I shouldn't be posting pictures, I shouldn't be tweeting names, because their names should be said, their names should be mentioned, they should be brought to light, and their lives should be brought to light. But I can be honest with y'all, I just feel like I struggle so much because I want to do so much more. I can't even imagine what these families are going through, and I just sometimes feel so helpless, and it it kind of messes with me sometimes. But I felt like, as well as I was listening to the Joe Biden podcast, y'all know that's my podcast. Yeah, my niggas, I was scared that it wasn't going to pot at all during the quarantine. And there was a week that it didn't, but that's when they left and stopped on it. But the point is, they were talking today about when you have a platform and just speaking on certain things. And I was like, at first, I didn't want, I was just going to come up pod and I wasn't even going to like mention it really because, you know, I, I just talk about my diary entry and stuff and I don't really like even with COVID if you listen back to when I initially had started parting about coded COVID coded it <laughs> coding crazy coding crazy <laughs> anyway when I, when I first started parting about COVID I was saying that I just didn't want it to take over my podcast because I feel like it's so much coming at you one time I feel like when you come to my podcast yes it will be highlighted and it will be mentioned, but you don't feel that you're in another media platform where you're being bombarded by this information, right? But I still feel like in the same way, we have a responsibility for people who have platforms like this to speak on these things and bring to light to these things, right? And and take a stance on these things and say things like Black lives do matter and there is no reason why we... There's no reason why... 
I should not mention their names or I should not still post the picture or I should still not retweet the hashtag because that still matters because Black Lives Matter and this movement matters and this revolution matters and this change matters for myself and my people, right? So that was one of the first topics that I wanted to, to mention on my podcast and to speak on. The second topic is um not really kind of personal and I feel like it's something that's not really going to... I won't say get me canceled, but cancel culture is actually beer kind. I mean, it works in some cases, but cancel culture is beer kind and so much ass. But so this is an opinion that I have come to realize that many women don't speak on. And I was like, you know what? I'm a woman. I have a podcast. I should talk about this. So in the revelations of my life, <laughs> mm. In the revelations of my life and my experiences, I felt like I wanted to take a stance on saying that we as women need, no, 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 because don't let me, <laughs> that's the wrong way, because we as, I don't speak for all women. As in, let me start there. I don't speak for all women. This is my personal opinion. This is my personal life, and this is what I am doing for myself. And because I have a platform like this, I have chosen to to speak on it. Now, many times, and I can just get straight to it and I'm in buffering. Many times that men cheat in relationships, right? Whether it is a marriage or whether it is just a boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Regardless of the fact that, yes, this decision is on them and we hold absolutely no, we as women, single women, or I guess married women as well, whoever they, whoever woman they decide to cheat with, right? And again, I'm speaking from this stance. I can't speak as a woman. I can't speak for women who have cheated in relationships because I've never, y'all not going to believe that shit. <laughs> That's y'all business, but I've never cheated in a relationship because I've never really been in many relationships to be in a relationship to cheat in, you understand? So, right. So I can't speak from the stance of, a, of women that cheat. I'm just speaking from the stance of the experience that I'm about to express. So I just feel like when men make a decision that's solely based on them, to step out of their relationship, right? I feel like when they come to you as whether it be a single woman, a woman in a relationship that's struggling or whatever, a vulnerable woman or just even, you don't even got to be vulnerable, right? You could be just like me, like, like I said, I'm a single woman. I don't, I'm not looking for a relationship at this point in time. Um, just casual, you know, responsible partners is how I choose to carry my life. And because of that, you will meet men who are only into like casual sex or casual partners and what's not. And these men are sometimes married or the men that approach you are married, right? And I just came to realize in myself, uh, having like been approached and having been in certain situations, I just realized that it comes down to the woman in that circumstance. In certain situations, again, I'm speaking to certain situations. In certain situations, some, not all, excuse me, I don't know if y'all hear that belch there, but the woman is left down to a choice, right? Or in a sense, sometimes she entertains what he is saying, right? Now, again, the decision that he decided to solely make on himself to step out of his relationship, 
to come and approach you in your life doing what you have to do has nothing to do with you. However, I've come to realize that at some point in time, however, this is why I say that I didn't want to say we don't hold any responsibility because I can't say that we don't hold any responsibility when at the end of the day, we are also responsible for how we encourage and how we allow things to progress in a specific situation. And thus, I feel like in certain situations, I feel like women don't respect women enough, right? Because again, I'm speaking as women, so in some situations, you may feel a type of um, a sense of not goodness or, or like heights or you put yourself on a pedestal, but like, you know, kind of makes you feel good that he prefers to see you over his wife or you know that he prefers spending time with you over his family or whatever, but I don't want to come to a place where I come down and say, you know, you deserve more or whatever because they got women out there that this is their vibe, this is their bag, they just do this, you understand? And I, I'm not speaking down on those women because however you decide to live your life is on you, right? But I just feel like for me, I realize like I I can live, I can, <laughs> I've come to a place where I feel like we should make better decisions as it pertains to that. And if if every if if um I, if every woman this is this is a stupid analogy but I'm gonna say it fuck it if every woman chooses for herself that a married man is not gonna cheat with her or whatever eventually he can come across no women that gonna want to cheat and figure out whatever the fuck I'll go in his relationship got go on or fix in his relationship I know it is not that fucking simple. Right. And I'm not just saying this like it's all black and white and everybody has their corners or whatever. But the point to this topic and from me being approached by married men or whatever, having made the decision not to do that, I was like, yo, this is actually a decision that certain in some situations, because they got real fuck up men out there that is just going to do whatever the fuck they want to do and approach women in a fuck away. Don't even give them an option. You understand? But for the women that are approached with an option, I feel like. Because it could be, I know it could be hard, especially when you're approaching you with good things, good lifestyle, coming to set you, if you got a child, coming to set you and your child for life. But like, I just feel like these things, sometimes we got to remember that <laughs> karma is a fuck up thing. A lot of people may not believe in karma, but let me tell you, karma is a fuck up thing. So like, even if it don't play out, like he was finding out, right? Because I'm not saying all this to make you feel like, oh, you deserve more and um, you're, you deserve to be loved the right man because all that's true but i got some women out there that like don't give a fuck about that shit you understand and don't mind being like on the side because all that shit be paid for you know you get a host you get a fucking car you get your bills paid you get your rent paid you understand i understand that could be a good life so you're not coming and approaching it from the sense about you know your value because i got women that know there be fucking value and know that they could do that and be cool you understand i just i just said it for such a way like understand the pain that other women is be going through Right, and put yourself in their shoes and put yourself in their position and just don't let be you. Right? Because I realized I made a decision for myself that I ain't gonna let it be me. Just because of how I carry my life and how I believe in karma. And if that don't fall from, from me, I believe that that karma could fall from my children. And again, this is not calling on anybody that if you feel like you live your life like this, I'm not calling you and telling you that I'm not telling you how to live your life. I just wanted to raise a topic that I don't feel like I've ever really heard before about the women who are approached by men and the decisions that they make in terms of allowing the cheating to occur. Right? Um, just for a sense of a morale, not even for yourself. Like that's what I'm saying. It's not you that less immoral or whatever. Just me, like, just a sense of 
put yourself in the other woman's shoes for once. If if you decide to, before you decide to, just that just put yourself in the other woman's shoes for once. Right? Regardless if you feel like, oh, she's not fucking him, right? That's why he by me. I just listen, she don't listen, she got issues, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, that's not your fucking issue. That's not your fucking business. It's not your problem. Like, let that nigga start that shit elsewhere. If you want to do that with somebody else, let that be somebody else. Problem. Right? Again, tonight is just about touching topics for me. Um, just a couple of opinions that have been on my mind because I sometimes like, I will have these thoughts, but I don't want to make a whole episode out of them. So I made this episode is like a joint of all the random thoughts I've been actually having for the past two weeks. Right? So yeah, I could probably expound on some of them more, but these this is just for podcasting sake, you know, also getting some content out there. Right. So I was listening to the podcast today. Today's episode was 340, the Joe Biden podcast. And it was just a really interesting conversation because um, apparently Rory, one of the guys on the podcast, don't let me call names because they got people that don't watch the podcast. So it's four main-ish people on the podcast. It's a whole production team. They probably have like eight to 15 people on the entire production team. But <clears throat> the main four people, Joe, Mao, Rory, and Eric Parks. Right. I mean, Eric's on the same answer. Anyway, the main four people. One of them had a friend that was apparently caught up in a sexual assault case. Right? Um, rape case. I should have done more research on that. I tried to, but I couldn't find much. And I was trying to go on the information that they were given from the podcast, but they really just addressed how the guide, how they would approach it, because he's the friend of the entire podcast. So they were just speaking how they would approach it as men. If you're a man, I actually suggest that you listen to that podcast. Is like I said, number 340, 340. It's just a really good podcast about what is the next step that men take after realizing that they have certain friends that are kind of iffy, right? And I can't really speak to that as a woman because I I would tell you, women do say all the time, talk to your mans, talk to your mans, blah, 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 talk to your mans. But <laughs> how the fuck are you supposed to approach your mans, right, on some shit? Because they probably got some men out there that would really like to approach their mans on some shit, but you really value the friendship, you understand? You don't want to disrespect the mans, but you really finding some shit sketchy, you understand? So I find like as men, they really broke down how they was the next step after of realizing that you got man's down on some sneaky shit. So again, if you're a man, I, I, they should be paying me for this fucking promotion. Anyway, so um, the podcast, so because of that, um, I just found it really interesting because they were saying Rory, the guy that was his closest friend, was just saying, you know, he doesn't really govern his friend's sex life, so he couldn't really speak to that. And I was just wondering, it just tied back in all for me generally, like how you how we put our head on the block for people when we really and truly do not know people and like how fucked up a situation it could be, especially as it like pertains to people that we've known for a really, really long time. And I laughed when I was listening to it and when this thought came about because when I was really, really young, When I was really young, probably about, how old was I? How old was I? I can't remember, but not too young, old enough that I could comprehend. So probably like 
15. Anyway, in my teenage years, I mean, I would never forget because at first, I don't think it hurt my feelings, but I was just like really surprised um, at what she said. And I think the older I got, I understood it's not something to take offense to, but just understand how real it could be, right? And I hope this is not a bad thing. And again, this don't mean that she doesn't love me any less. <laughs> and like I said, I grew to understand that. And I actually see it a lot in CSI. I don't know if I talk about this a lot, but I am a CSI freak. But when I was younger, my mother looked at me for, I can't remember what the situation said. And she said to me, listen to me, right? I love you dearly with all of my heart. But and I think this was some advice that somebody gave to her as well. But she said, I would never, she said, I would never put my head on a block for somebody, even like my children. And when she said that to me, I was like, because again, I was young. So at first I didn't really understand what she was saying. But the older I get, I would never, that, that always rang through my head. And I was like, but I'm your child, you know? And the same thing reflected back to me when he was talking about his friend and he was saying, you know, that's his friend. He would vote for his friend. He would have never thought that his friend could commit such heinous acts. But then I think back to when my mother said what she said. And I was like, we would like to put our head on our, on our butt and head for people, our spouses, our husbands, even our parents. But let me tell you, people will surprise the fuck out of you. I am telling you. And when I sit on this study, what my mother said, like, we're going to know, right? Because as children, we know that we've been in certain situations that if our parents had to find out, like, they would kill us. They would kill us. So imagine somebody saw us in that situation and they go and tell your parent. As far as your parent knows, like, they have absolutely no fucking idea what that person is talking about. So they were going on, especially like if it comes to police matter, however, like a lot of people just get surprised when shit comes to light. And that's why I think my mother told me you can never put your hand on a block for nobody. So it's always surprised people how openly I speak about smoking and how openly my parents know about my relationship, the, the relationship, how open the relationship is with my parents as it relates to me smoking or whatever. But I always tell people like, you see, when it comes to me smoking and being, especially the fact that I live in another country and my mother is not here with me, I tell people it will break my mother's heart more to know something happens to me, but to find out information and miss that about me that she never even knew, like coming to know that the person, again, like I said, like you do not even know the person that has been living with you, that has been moving with you, like you can never know, dog, like you can never... You can never know. And I know that this might hurt. And this does not mean that you love people any less, right? And again, this is not definitive. So again, I still got grow. I'm only 25. So I'm only speaking from 25 years of experience, right? But in my head, when I sit and I really study it, you never know that you cannot put your fucking head on a blow here for nobody, dog. And this work, like, you do not know people. And that's just to say, in a way, it's because to a certain extent, some people do not even know themselves. How you put your head on the block for somebody that you claim to know that don't even know themselves and showing you characteristics that is not even truly them, right? So this is not to make you feel not that you're going to be paranoid out there in the world or whatever, but just as it relates to you really like saying and putting your word out there for people that are co-signing people and like 
associating with certain people that like you just understand that you really sometimes be taking a risk and like I'm not saying don't do it because there are people out there that deserve it. I don't know that there are people out there that you can really put your fucking head, your block your head on a platform on your head on a block far, right? Like for example, I would love to say that I could put my head on a block for my mother, right? Because I feel like I know this sounds dumb, I just probably redundant to everything that I've been saying, but I could really say that I feel like I know my mother, you know, like if somebody come out and tell me like Christina we catch your mother moving six pounds of cocaine you can't cross the border i'd be like my mother girl carter that don't even want to see this i see that but you you see people if they like, suppose they come with all the evidence and then it turn out to be true and to be quite honest if you're sitting on study I sit on study my mother's a very intelligent woman my mother's a very intelligent woman so I could actually probably say it would not surprise me that she sort that shit and get that shit work out very fine. Right? I just I just find it real sporty, especially as it pertains to like you really co-signing somebody and saying, you know, nah, not that person, never this. Like, and I I linked it to CSI because it, especially as it pertains to murder and death hunting, a lot of people just get killed to like jealousy and envy and thing and a lot of emotion and anger and thing that's really change people. Like tell you, you see emotion and really traumatic situations. Then it's change people, dog, change people to a level that you would never imagine. So imagine you know somebody you know 10 years, calling, let me say you go in a workplace, you meet somebody, you get to know this person 10 years, right? You feel like you know this person. If this person married, all they're saying is you might feel like this person is not capable of killing somebody or murdering somebody. But let me say something really happened in the marriage that like call and set off this man or woman you can't and just send them to a point that they just do it. That's what it just mean. But you so you be saying no, you don't say any person capable of that from what you've seen. But again, emotion is joy people to a whole other place, but you can't plan for that. So you can't say something for things that you can't plan for. Right, so you can't really, you got to be so, I say all that to say, you just got to be so, 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 so careful of the people that you decide to step out on a limb for. And I say that to realize I'm grateful for the people that have stepped out on a limb for me. I'm sorry if for, because I mean, I'm about to say, don't think about that more, but I'm sorry for if I've ever disappointed the people that have stepped out on a limb for me. But I just, in all of this and seeing how Rory had to deal with that and how he had to speak to that and how he addresses that as a friend, I was just like, damn, that's hard. That was really, really hard. Yeah. Good summary session, though, fellas. Like I said, this is just kind of like a, a conglomerate is definitely not the word. <laughs> Conglomerate is definitely where this is just an amalgamation, right? Amalgamation is a better word. An amalgamation of thoughts that I've been had just circling around my head, feelings that I've been had that I've just been processing. And um, I didn't want to make a whole episode of each of them, so I just decided to put them on in this. So continue to speak their names, continue to push the movement because black lives do matter. And we need to make a revolution. There needs to be a change. Because I'm tired of waking up 
and not tell it as an annoying seeing it, but something needs to change. Every day I wake up and I see somebody else killed by police and we cannot continue living like this. My people cannot continue living like this, right? So that's that. Women, I'm not saying love yourself more because I believe women, there are women out there that love themselves to the highest. But just as it pertains to late, when we get approached by these men that have decided to step out on their families or whatever, like, just don't let be you. Don't let be you, right? Don't let be you, just for the sake of, you ain't got to care about her. I ain't telling you, you got to care about women. You ain't got, you don't have to care anything about women, right? But just do it for just the sake of yourself and your karma and your children and your children's children, right? And lastly, be careful of the people that you call saying and that you really call niggas and the people that you really step out and put yourself out there for, right? I hear all again. Thanks for being here. I didn't even introduce myself. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, my name is Christina and welcome to episode 12. Well, this was episode 12 of my podcast, Diary of a Stone Asthmatic. For my longtime listeners, I always appreciate y'all being here. Hope y'all continue to stay safe. If y'all need to touch by any of the previous podcasts to just, any of the previous episodes to just link up again, y'all could do that. But I appreciate y'all for being here with me. Sending love all the time. Continue to be safe. Continue to be great. Love and light.